Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, so something happened yesterday, and it's contributing to that eerie feeling I've been discussing over the past few episodes I'm getting. That eerie feeling that the world's about to change and not necessarily for the better. I don't know if you have it too. It's, I don't know, a a gut feeling, instinct. And I don't think that's all crazy. I mean, I want to get into all this crazy stuff about time and this mass hallucination. (laughs) I think we're living all this other stuff. However, I am genuinely convinced that that kind of gut feeling that something's about to go really bad, there's something there. Something happened yesterday in Ecuador that may seem like a foreign policy thing, but trust me, it's not. It relates to Trump, Bolsonaro, what happened to Abe. There's some serious stuff going down. And I think we're going to come out of it for the better on the other side, to not sound too macabre, and I'm not, I, I mean that. But we're going to go through some stuff coming up quick. The signs are just everywhere. Let me get a big show today. Let me get right to it. Today's show brought to you by Omax Health. Listen, living with pain is the worst. Knees, shoulders, all of it hurts on me. It's that feeling of discomfort. It can affect your whole life. You know about my story with arthritis. I found relief with this. I love this stuff. Use it all the time. CryoFreeze Roll-On by Omax Health. One of my favorite products. Paula uses it too. Now they introduce a version that's three times stronger. with No messy creams or horrible fragrances. This non-prescription icy cold relief roll-on is formulated to help block pain signals, help reduce mild inflammation, and help improve joint flexibility. As a powerful dose of 500 milligrams of organic CBD, I feel relief within 10 minutes, sometimes less. Omax Health is offering my listeners 20% off their first bottle of cryo-free CBD extra strength pain relief roll-on, plus free shipping. The discount also applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and our code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's Omax, O-M-A-X, omaxhealth.com and our code Bongino. They get 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide plus free shipping. Really great stuff. Check it out, man. Just roll it on right there. It's the best. Love it. These statements and products have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or condition. Statements and information are not a substitute or for or alternative to seeking care from your healthcare providers. Thanks, Omax Health. Joseph, big show today, a little bit heavy. Yes. So everybody needs to kind of get ready, sit down, strap in, it's have a cup of java, time. have your blackout coffee cup, and get ready to yes. rock and roll. So something happened yesterday uh, in Ecuador, something serious. One of the leading campaigns for the presidency there, Fernando Villavicencio, was assassinated. He was shot dead outside of an event. Ladies and gentlemen, we are seeing chaos like this all over the globe with the targeting of political leaders right now. Political prosecution of Bolsonaro, what's happening with Netanyahu, the assassination of Abe. You are seeing it all over the planet. Even people who are not assassinated but are targeted. Donald Trump, Nigel Farage, the list goes on and on and on. Well, Bolsonaro was not, he's still alive. But being politically targeted. It's leading to this eerie feeling right now that the the, the new populist leaders out there are becoming the target of an entrenched swamp deep state that's starting to realize the ticks being pulled out of the skin and they're clinging on for dear life. This is why I say to you, this extinction burst of behavior we talk about all the time, the deep state is not going to give up easily. An extinction burst is about of unexplainably irrational behavior you go through when you're not satisfied. You put a dollar in a Coke machine, a yeah. Coke doesn't come out. 
You start shaking the machine. I talk about it all the time. It's a common term used in the psychology field. You're going to see an extinction burst. On the other side of that, though, I think we're going to come out of this and see some sunlight. But we are going to go through some stuff first. Let me show you some video of what happened in Ecuador. Again, the assassination. If you don't want to watch this, don't watch it. It's not not a lot of blood, but it's really disturbing to see. Play this video. You're going to see the the presidential candidate coming out, gets into a car, and then you're going to hear the gunshots. Take a look at this. Now, I want to talk about this, given obviously the story I let off with first, not just because in my prior line of work, this is actually what I did, uh, executive protection, but because of the, I'm sensing something here. This extinction burst of behavior and this targeting of populist leaders all around the globe, it's like they're holding on for dear life here. I want to just show you quickly some other video taken at the scene. You'll see this from the inside of the event. A little bit of panic breaks out. Nobody knows what to do. Everybody gets down on the ground. It's short. This goes on a little bit, but I had to cut it short. Check this out. You'll see what chaos looks like when one of these things goes down. Take a look. you to listen to me here for a minute. I know this show is typically like a high energy run from start to finish, but I need you to listen closely. You see what that looks like? You want that here on American soil at a Trump event? Folks, I am genuinely concerned that this man's life, Donald Trump, is at risk. I've said it before. I'm going to repeat it. The language surrounding Donald Trump and his supporters has gotten so insanely hysterical by the left that, listen to me, it is only a matter of time before someone tries that here. It's not a matter of if. It is not. It is a matter of when. I still keep very good sources on the inside. The threat level to Donald Trump is so bad that the Secret Service doesn't even have the personnel to continue to investigate all the social media threats the way they should be. It is insane. The targeting of these populist leaders around the world by this swamp that is holding on to the end is going to get worse. I just went through a list of names. Bolsonaro, Trump, Farage, Abe, you may want to include him in that. Now Villa Vincencio in Ecuador. The Democrats' insane calls for violence. And just so we're clear that I'm on the record, because I've said it over and over and over to the point where I could just stamp it. I do not in any way support political violence. Once you go down that road, politics is over. There's no such thing as political violence because after that, it's just violence. After that, it's just where there's no voting after that. There's just death. And unless you're willing to forfeit away your kid's future because you want to be sitting down the block engaged in trench warfare with people, I I don't support that. 
We're going to do everything we can to stop this because we need to. But the Democrats aren't stopping. And this is what has me concerned. Because you can't attack people endlessly, call for their deaths, and expect them not to fight back. They are calling for violence against people. You are going to see this stuff happen here. You doubt me? Was this, uh, was this Wall Street Apes, Ski? Hat tip Wall Street Apes who put this together. This is just 60 seconds because it's only an hour show. This is just 60 seconds of Democrats either implying or calling for violence and unrest against the streets. There is no emergency break on their behavior. There's only an emergency break on yours because you are conservatives who believe in God-given rights. They believe in none of that. Something bad is going to happen if this does not stop and stop soon. Watch yourself. There aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? The biggest terror threat in this country is... White men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. Why? Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. And that's a fact. Folks, you understand there's no emergency break on these people, the left. They believe in the collective use and abuse of power. They don't care about emergency break items like God-given liberties and freedoms. You care about that. They don't. It's asymmetric warfare. These are very dangerous people. We see them as people with bad ideas. They see you as bad people with ideas. We are in a really dangerous spot. I tell you this with sincerity and candor. Donald Trump's life is in real danger with these maniacs. And if something happens, it could be a spark. It could send us down a road nobody wants to go. Nobody wants to go. And one more thing about this uh, this assassination, tragic assassination of presidential candidate Villa Vincencio in Ecuador. folks. Not that you need to know this. You're not in the executive protective space. Many of you, some of you may be. Give me a yes if you are. This happens all the time. Every time you see, almost almost every single time you see an assassination or assassination attempt, Ronald Reagan, this one, it almost always happens at the arrival departure area. Almost always. Why? Because we call it the deadly diamond. If you think of a diamond like two triangles back to back, the deadly diamond, you, you marry him up. Here's the arrival point. Here's the departure point. Here's the departure point. Here's the arrival point. That's the one place you know the body you want to shoot at is going to be. You don't know what he's going to do inside the event. Is he going to go to the stage? Is he going to go here? Is he going to shake some hands? Maybe. You don't know the time. The one place you know they're going to be all the time is at the arrival point. Because if they don't arrive, there's no event. 
Now, I don't have to remind my Secret Service colleagues, there's some excellent people in charge of Donald Trump's detail who care about him and safety and his safety a lot. People, I'm sure if you're sure many of you are concerned in the chat, someone sent a $5 tip and asked that question. If they take over the venue and they go in there, yes. And if you're asking me, are the people around Donald Trump good people? I can 100% personally, my entire reputation, say yes, they are. Can I guarantee you nothing's going to happen? No. Good people cannot overcome a good assassination plot. They can't. Because if someone's willing to give their life, they have the tactical advantage. You're always responding to them. They know what they're going to do. You don't. That's what's got me so worried. These arrival departure areas have to be buttoned up and buttoned up tight every single time. Because it's the one place that killer knows you're going to be every single time. Didn't Reagan have a uh, some kind of shroud or a... A, a curtain around him at one point um, when he was they, leaving. No, this is what we talked about. I know, I know what you're talking, you know about. What I'm talking about. After the Reagan shooting, we used to address yeah, this with Joe all the go. time. Thanks. We do covered. Yes, it was, it, we do covered arrivals and departures. Now you'll never see the president anymore. Rarely, if ever, arrive at a location. You think you're seeing him arriving, but you're not. He arrives typically in a tent or underground because it's very difficult to shoot what you can't see. So, yeah, you, Joe, Joe's uh, remembering yeah. from when we talked about this deadly diamond before many times, but that's what he's referring to with the shroud. But it's a good point. Arrivals and departures, man. Anyone listening to the show overseas, it's got to protect E. If something's going to go down, that's typically where it's going to happen. Folks, their propensity for violence on the left, you've just seen their insane talk, talking about get up in their face, punch them. Everybody wants to punch. Everybody wants to punch them. Then you got rotting SpaghettiOs brains. Joe Biden, I'd like to take him in the back of the, of the gym and beat the hell out of him. You couldn't beat the hell out of your dog. You're a, a dementia-ridden, grotesque, kid-sniffing loser. You couldn't beat a red-headed 13-year-old in a fight. Give me a break with your... What the hell was that? Give me a break with your BS. What was that? What was, no, no. I, was, I, just, I swear, I just heard something. I like, am, I, am I hallucinating or something like that? It was like the weirdest thing. This, the language by them is toxic. It's insane. Now combine it with their police state maneuvers and their weaponization of government. And we have a serious trifecta of issues. You have police being weaponized. You have police being weaponized to target conservatives, silence political beliefs. And then you have the same police being removed from a policing function to target conservatives. This is like... A, 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 a triple disaster happening at the same time. Now do you see why I have this kind of eerie gut instinct feeling? I get into a whole lot of stuff about that, but I'm going to have to do it another time, maybe on like a rough cut show where there's not so much going on in a news day. But I'm convinced people's gut instinct is not just instinct, that there's really something there. And I've got a really bad feeling about some earthquake coming. And you have no one to protect you in the court system either. Look at what's happening to Donald Trump right now. Yesterday it was uncovered that in the D.C. court system, unbelievably, that Jack Smith put in a filing to get a hold of Trump's Twitter records. And I'll get into why they wanted him in a second. It's not what you think. It's not his tweets. But why would they subpoena Twitter then? Stand easy. I'll tell you why. His tweets are public. They don't need any of that. Why did they really want his Twitter files? And his Twitter information, stand by. This is important first. They didn't want Trump to know about it. Why? Because Jack Smith 
Jack Smith is, is effectively a tyrant at this point. He is an extrajudicial tyrant who is doing everything he can to interfere in this election. It's the grossest thing I ever seen. The man has apparently no human dignity left, has never, he doesn't sincerely treat his oath to the Constitution. Seriously? They put in a filing? The district court found reason to believe the former President Trump would flee from prosecution? So he was a flight risk, and that's the reason they didn't want to tell him they were looking into his Twitter what? information? What? Because they were afraid he was going to flee? Where the f*** is he going to go, man? This is the dumbest freaking thing I've ever seen. Where's he going to go? He's got a Secret Service detail, you a-holes. He's got a bunch of federal law enforcement agents around him all the time. How the hell is he going to sneak into a foreign country? He found a, uh, he found this, I don't know where he got this. He was fooling around with Jim on the dark web or something like that. But apparently Donald Trump has hatched this plot to flee a long time ago. And Joe, the idea is he's going to disguise himself. And amazingly, I was in the picture too. So this happened at Bedminster when I took a photo with him. You'll see this photo here. I didn't re I thought he was being funny when we took this picture, but no, I didn't know. I thought it was Ronald Stump. I had no idea. And then he took the disguise. I said, oh, my gosh, Mr. President, holy shit. I didn't know that was you. Yeah. I thought it was Ronald Stump. So I didn't know he was practicing to flee the country. Imagine what kind of a dipshit you have to be to be a pathetic, failed lawyer like Jack Smith to actually put in writing, you thought Donald Trump was going to flee the country. That's a real picture. Yeah. Not the misguise, of course. Looks like my doctor. Justin put that <laughs> Justin put that in with like five minutes to go in the show. I'm like, you gotta put a picture in of Trump. Where the where's he gonna go, man? Where the hell is Trump gonna go? He's a flight risk. You you, you and, and, and folks, you expect us to take the court system seriously. To the liberal a-holes out there. You know, the, uh, the court system, justice is blind. Someone actually put in writing Donald Trump was a flight risk. Do you have any idea how freaking stupid that is? Do any sane person as a reason to fleece his Twitter data and not tell him about it? Any idea how ridiculous you sound? It gets even worse. Here's the other court filing. In order to make sure Twitter handed over the information, they added a sliding geometric scale of fines. Folks, I never see anything like this. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I've never seen anything like it. Meaning the fine is, say, $10,000, $100,000, a million dollars every day to make sure Twitter gave this information over. Under seal, by the way. I believe Beryl Howell, who's a total embarrassment to the judicial system, was involved in this too in D.C. You think the judicial system's going to save you if you're a conservative? Folks, the police state's here. You have nowhere to run. Are you going to run to the courts and sue them? They're part of the problem. You'd have to sue them too. Good luck. It's a total embarrassment what's going on. The, the, the Constitutional Republic is dead. It is dead. We have an opportunity in this election. If we can clean up this damn election system, I'll get to that Michigan story too. Don't think I forgot. I was just applying the Bongino rule. We have a limited window to fix this. But believe me, it's small. 
I'm not here to, you know, pump sunshine up your rumps either. It's going to take a long time. The Democrats have successfully, finally decimated what's left of the Constitutional Republic. You have nowhere to run anymore. The court system. Donald Trump's going to flee. Are you shitting me, bro? You actually signed your name to that? Thinking it wouldn't get out? Now, why are they going after Trump's Twitter account? It's not his tweets, folks. His tweets are public. Anybody can pull Donald Trump. So you don't need a subpoena. Why? There's a reason. I'll explain that to you after this quick break here. Always appreciate your patience. Today's show is turning into a banger right away. Blackout coffee. Any sniffs left? Yes, there are. Tell them to send me a new bag just in case we run out of sniffs. This stuff smells great. Ladies and gentlemen, I love blackout coffee. I'm a four-cupper a day, but you do you. These are the beans you can get it ground up to. I like to grind it myself because I love that smell. There's nothing I like. There are a few things on planet Earth I enjoy. Beside a God family working with these guys more than coffee. I really love coffee. If you know me and you hang with me, you know it's true. I'm proud to personally recommend Blackout Coffee. This is a coffee company 100% committed to this country, conservative values, and most importantly for them, really good coffee. Listen, being committed to conservative values is great. And I love the owner of Blackout Coffee because he really means it. But you got to make good coffee. And that's his whole life. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support or shipping. They've got an amazing work ethic. They love their customers. They are dedicated to the best coffee out there. I sent it to my brother-in-law, huge coffee drinker. Absolutely loved it. Do me a favor, check it out. It's a company that believes in America too, and they're not shy about it. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch those other guys. Blackout Coffee remains true to American values. They love the country, and they love it. The coffee has just got an amazing, robust flavor to it. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino, or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Give it a shot. Dump those other guys. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Back to the show. Why are they going for Trump's Twitter account? His tweets are public. You can go find every one of his tweets. There's legions of people doing it. Here's a little bit of a hint. This was on Newsmax yesterday. Alan Dershowitz was on. He's a, a liberal lawyer, but he believes in free speech. He was on with the Newsmax folks. And they kind of hint around about what this could really be about. I'm going to explain it to you on the other side of this, but check this out first. What do you think the strategy is here to get Donald Trump's Twitter account? It seems like wouldn't everything already be out there as public knowledge, Professor? I would think so. I would think that uh, if he tweeted, uh, it's admissible evidence against him. Um, and I can't imagine there'd be anything in his Twitter account which isn't public. But if it is uh, if there is something, they should have to justify that. Government can't just go rummaging through people's uh, First Amendment uh, statements. But uh, this is a First Amendment case. This is a case all about what Donald Trump said, what he believed, uh, even the things he did. Uh, he did, uh, according to him, because he honestly believed and still believes the election was stolen. Uh, he was wrong in my view, but uh, my view doesn't matter under the First Amendment. Under the First Amendment, there's no such thing as a false idea or a false opinion. Uh, the remedy for false ideas and false opinions is to respond to them and write better ideas and better opinions. Yes, they kind of teeter around the edge, but they never actually get to what it's about. And Dershowitz is absolutely correct. Trump's opinions are absolutely protected by the First Amendment. Now, given that we don't have a functioning court system anymore, you don't have any First Amendment rights anymore. 
that's all open for dispute in the courts because they're not acting as courts they're acting as liberal activists. However, they're not after Trump with Trump's tweets. They're not. No, they're after the metadata and who logged in. Watch. Anyone who logged into Trump's account right now or has ever logged into Trump's account, where they logged in, where the tweets were sent from, that's what they want. They want to scare off anyone from giving any kind of messaging advice to Donald Trump. They don't want Trump, anybody who says anything to Donald Trump. Here's, let me just sum it up for you. They love Trump tweeting. They want Trump tweeting out there because they think, you know, Trump is going to help indict them, uh, indict himself with all this stuff. They don't want anybody intervening with any messaging. They want to know who logged into Trump's account so that everyone is afraid in the future so Trump can't get any messaging advice. That's what's going on. You can take that check to the bank and cash it. Why the hell else? Do you think they'd want his Twitter account? They can get all his tweets. It's out there now. They want to scare the living daylights out of anybody who would assist him on social media anywhere. You logged in to post an ad, you could be subpoenaed too. If you're saying to yourself, can Jack Smith get any worse? The answer is yes. The man has no decency and no allegiance to the Constitution at all. He is a straight up purebred tyrant. That is it. It is absolutely crystal clear his only goal right now is to get Trump in jail by any means necessary to interfere in this election. Dignity, respect for the law, it's out. It's over. Forget it. Now, the media is supposed to be a firewall to all this. They were given a specific freaking carve-out in the Constitution as the fourth estate, to stop this stuff. The problem is the republic is dead and the media shivved everyone with a double-edged bladed knife with a blood gutter in the middle to make sure it died. The media are part of the problem. Instead of becoming firemen to tyranny, they become arsonists for tyranny, pouring gasoline on the tyranny fire. Do you see what happened yesterday with uh, Politico, otherwise known as Bullshitico? I mean, a, a, a disgraced outlet. This is where the, the Politico is the outlet where that guy Dan Lipman wrote the BS story about me getting thrown out of a bar yeah. and neglected to include what actually happened. The rights for Politico. No one's ever retracted that story, by yeah. despite not a shred of evidence that their story is actually true. None of that. That's Politico, by the way. Politico sent this embarrassing tweet out yesterday. Again, arsonist for tyranny. You're seeing it right here. They deleted the tweet later. No one knows why. GOP House Oversight Chair Comer rolled out a new memo identifying over 20 million in payments from entities or individuals in Russia, Ukraine, and Kazakhstan to Biden family members. But the memo doesn't show a direct payment to Joe Biden. <laughs> Ice clean. It's all good. The tweet was deleted. Now, this is a new low for Politico. Politico knows full well. There's a Bolshevico understands that there's a tweet out there from Hunter Biden saying that he's been paying for the family for years, that unlike you, you won't have to give half your salary to pop like he did. There's a WhatsApp message out there that I'm sitting next to him talking about his dad when he's shaking people down. Tony Bobolinsky, the business partner, called him the chairman. Devin Archer, the business partner, called Joe Biden a brand. 
So he's the chairman of the brand. Half the salary has been given to him. And Hunter Biden's sitting right next to him. But you're right, Bullshitico. There is zero evidence whatsoever that Joe Biden got anything from this. That's great journalism right there. Now, here's Biden yesterday. Biden, who is absolutely nailed to the wall on this. The most corrupt, disgusting, kid-sniffing perv we have ever seen in the White House. A grotesque human being and who is absolutely a foreign agent. There is no doubt Joe Biden is a foreign agent. No, as I said before, not James Bond. He is a legal foreign agent. And I heard on uh, on uh, Fox this morning an argument breaking out of what law he broke. He broke the Farrah laws. They're, I'll read them to you. Joe Biden is a foreign agent. The evidence is beyond any reasonable doubt. Watch him get angry when Peter Ducey confronts him on the phone calls he took with his son there at business meetings where they were shaking people down. Listen to this bullshit. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them talking business. Is that what? I've never talked business in anybody. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you, it's, why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. What law did he break? Here's the Department of Justice's own website. Ladies and gentlemen, your friends might ask you this question if they're imbecile liberals. And here's how you're going to learn them, and you're going to learn them fast. It is not illegal to be a foreign agent in the United States. It is not. Diplomats of Uzbekistan at the embassy in the United States are foreign agents. Everybody agree? Can we take a consensus here with the yeah, show? We're good. Those are foreign agents. They're agents for a foreign government. Why are they not being arrested? Because everybody knows they're diplomats and they're not breaking any laws. It is not illegal to lobby on behalf of a foreign government as a U.S. citizen or anyone else. It is illegal to do it without registering because the government wants to know who the hell you're speaking on behalf of if you're acting on behalf of a foreign government. Makes sense, right? It's called, shockingly, Joe, get ready for it. This is a crazy name. I don't know huh. where they got this. It's called the Foreign Agents Registration Act. Holy Otherwise known crap. as Farrah. It's like they pulled it out of their ass. I mean, That's crazy. Where'd they man. get that crazy wow. name from? And here, let me read this for you. For, 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 uh, for hardheads out there who don't understand what crime he may have committed. Joe Biden is a foreign agent. He was paid to influence decisions through his Biden family crime operation. There's no disputing that. Here's a definition of a foreign agent. According to the law, any person who acts as an agent, representative, employee, servant, or any person who acts in any other capacity at the order request or under the direction or control, direction or control of a foreign principal or person or whose activities are directly or indirectly supervised, directed, controlled, financed, 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 or subsidized in whole or in major part by a foreign principal or who directly or through any other person engages with the United States in political activities, in political activities for or in the interests of such foreign principal. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the law Joe Biden broke. He also probably violated a number of tax statutes and maybe, maybe some, if we have to look into treason too, depending on what decisions we can nail him down on. Joe Biden is a criminal. Joe Biden is a foreign agent and Joe Biden is, a, there's an actual criminal sitting in the White House. 
There it is. Take a screenshot of that and send it to all your liberal friends who, want, who are confused about what Joe Biden may have done or pretend to be confused. I got another police state revelation for you coming up. Also, my it's not bad enough yet theory. Again, once you hear liberals starting to sound like conservatives, you know you're, reach, you're reaching that, that kind of seesaw teetering point where it goes in the other direction. I'll show you what I mean coming up uh, after these uh, after this quick break. We appreciate your patience. Innovation Refund has been helping small businesses qualify, get a business payroll tax refund through the ERC, the Employee Retention Credit. The ERC is a tax refund for businesses that kept employees on payroll for parts of 2020 and 2021. So if you own a business with more than five employees, you could have money waiting to be claimed. Have you started your application for the ERC, but you didn't finish it? Innovation Refund's independent tax attorneys are dedicated to helping business owners navigate the complex process of ERC tax filing. Let their team guide you through the remaining steps to find out if you're eligible. Partner with their dedicated team to complete your ERC application with confidence. Innovation Refunds does not provide tax or legal advice. They, uh, legal advice. they work with an independent network of tax professionals and they'll share information with them to evaluate and process your claims. Terms and conditions apply. Go to innovationrefunds.com to determine eligibility. If you qualify, you could be on your way to receiving money for your business. There's no upfront charge. They don't get paid unless you get paid. Go to innovationrefunds.com or dial 1-843-REFUNDS. That's innovationrefunds.com or 1-843-REFUNDS. Is that Paula? Hey, how are you? You want to say hello? Why not? She doesn't want to say hello. Maybe she's a little shy today. Patriot Mobile. Every day we hear about another familiar brand selling out their customers and going woke. Americans are sick and tired of having leftist propaganda jammed into every product they consume. Woke mobile companies are no different. For years, they've been dumping millions into liberal causes, and we had to take it because you need a cell phone and probably thought there was no alternative. I've got news for you. There is. Make the switch today. Patriot Mobile. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to in your area, minus the leftist propaganda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting a company that believes in free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veteran and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. He loves them, too. Keep your phone. Keep your number. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Dan or call 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Dan. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Dan or call 878-PATRIOT. Folks, the police state, as I said, is here. The media is supposed to be a firewall. Combine the police state with liberal insanity and calls for violence, and you have a trifecta of doom really staring you right in the face, getting ready to kick you in the nads. This came out yesterday. Shocker, Joe, are you stunned? The FBI lied again. They go, this is amazing. I know, it's unbelievable. Fidelity, bravery, integrity. I don't know what happened, Joe. It's just so amazing. Every single story we hear about the FBI, there's a version then an alternate version, and then triple different alternate versions. Holy and then the truth finally comes out. I know. I know you're stunned, man. It's just incredible. Wall Street Journal, remember that story about the FBI targeting Catholics? Yeah. They were like, it was just one field office. Remember? Oh, it was limited to this one field office. It wasn't really that big of a deal. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry, folks. That's not the case either. Turns out that this memo about Catholics being associated with white supremacy and all this stuff, yeah, it was in multiple field offices. Out west, out east. Yeah, it wasn't just one. They lied about that, too, because they do that. That's what the upper levels of the FBI do now. They target American citizens politically. They blackball people. They cover up for the administration. That's why the next president 
axed the FBI, the entire upper level of the FBI. Walking papers, good night. There's not going to be a negotiation. There's not going to be a, hey, here's your two weeks notice. It's going to say, here's the door. Get the out. Goodbye. See you later. We're going to sue. Go ahead and sue. Just get the hell out of here. You do what you want. Bye now. I know everybody here is shocked that they got caught lying yet again about another scandal. Embarrassing. Folks, when will the chaos and this tyranny get bad enough? Again, when you hear liberals start to sound like conservatives. This is the craziest thing you're going to hear today. Here is squad member and just all around crazy person, Jamal Bowman. He's a congressman out of New York. Dude is nuts. He, he loves nothing more than to like get into like faux verbal fisticuffs to someone cameras are around with conservatives. He's crazy. Here's even Jamal Bowman reflecting on the chaos in New York with the 100,000 illegals flooding the city. Here's Bowman saying, eh, I don't know, man, this is making us look bad. Here, take a look. We need leadership from President Biden, period. Democrats are looking bad right now uh, in New York State, and that's unacceptable when we have to win at least four congressional seats to take back the House. So hopefully the president is listening. Okay. Sorry, it's getting some water. Mate, it, this is where you know it's getting bad. When you hear liberals start to talk like conservatives. All right, there's no easy segue into this story. This is the most important thing we're going to talk about today. How to let the Bongino rule sit in. I need to see receipts first, folks. I'm not going to get caught up in any of this stuff. Here's the problem we had last time. In the 2020 election, we got lost in a lot of stuff. A lot of people I trusted took us off of known established... I'm saying this wrong. This is where you need to interrupt and say, get to the point. A lot of people bullshitted us in 2020. It's the simplest way to say it. Oh, I got this. I got that. I got a guy telling me about this and that. And you know what happened? The Pennsylvania case, which was absolutely a spot-on case of what happened with mail-in voter fraud and unconstitutional changes in the rules got lost because then we couldn't focus. The press coverage of the Hunter Biden thing got lost. And also what got lost is the fact that mail-in voting in general is extremely prone to fraud and failure. And instead of looking at the big picture, it's not your fault, folks. I'm not blaming anyone in particular. But people I trusted, too, they tried to take us down these paths. And it screwed up everything. And it wastes, yeah, they, some of them did it on purpose. I don't know if they wanted media hits or what they wanted, but they screwed up everything because there is zero doubt in my mind that there was a large degree of fraud built into the mail-in system because it was the first time we did it on a scale like that because of COVID. There is zero doubt in my mind. Now we're starting to see some stuff go down. It's a major story out of Michigan about the 2020 election. I had to let it simmer a little bit until the receipts pop. Here's some uh, election reporting from this thing called this entity called Black Pack. They paid this uh, LLC, GBI Strategies, $11.2 million in 2020. Hat tip Kanakoa, by the way, for the highlights on this, uh, who did some homework on this too. Paid $11.2 million in 2020 to go out and register voters. By the way, another 450K was kicked in by Biden for president. This is an enormous amount of money. Folks, presidential, Senate, 
congressional, I don't care what you're running in, $11.2 million to register voters is a ridiculous amount of money. Now, we have the public reporting. So to be clear, this is not a rabbit hole. There's no dispute the money changed hands. Now, Gateway Pundit broke this story, hat tip to them. Uh, This is uh, from today, but they broke it yesterday. This is just a follow-up. So apparently in October of 2020, only a month before the 2020 general election, this is the, if you want to, by the way, if you want to read this whole story, it's in my newsletter, bongino.com slash newsletter, or you can just go right to Gateway Pundit. I don't need the clicks. The newsletter, it's right there for you. It's free to sign up. But they know in October of 2020, only a month before the election, Muskegon, Michigan City Clerk Ann Meesh noticed a black female whose name was later redacted from the police report dropping off between eight to 10,000 completed voter registration applications at the city clerk's office. Wow. She was really busy. Clerk Ann Meish immediately noticed the stacks of registrations included the same handwriting, non-existent addresses, and incorrect phone numbers. Again, none of these facts are in dispute. I don't know about you folks. Put a yes in the chat if you think this is kind of kind of little fishy and strange. Put a no if you think this is perfectly okay. Eight to 10,000 voter registration forms, the same handwriting, non-exist address. Okay, I think it's unanimous. Sounds strange to you? Uh, put up the next one. This is the next screenshot from there. Here's where the story gets even weirder. But this is why I get so mad at some of the stuff that happened in 2020. Because I believe what happened was standard old school voter fraud. Request a ballot on your behalf or someone else's, intercept them in the mail, and then send them back. It wasn't complicated. Everybody was, the cracking. What? You didn't need any of that. None of this was complicated. Here's part two to this. A Michigan State Senator, Ruth Johnson, who herself is a former Secretary of State, so she knows a little bit about this, told Gateway, my estimate is over 800,000 ballot applications were sent to non-qualified voters in Michigan, including many individuals who moved or died, or even some who were underage or non-citizens. Many were sent to people who moved out of the state. Now, do please, please, God, I'm not using his name in vain. Do not make the same mistake. We can't assume all 800,000 are bad. You can assume, however, based on the New York Times' own reporting, that when you get mail-in balloting in mass like this, that you're going to get double the rejection rate and double the fraud. The New York Times, you said that wrong, Dan. No, no, I didn't say that wrong. The New York Times reported on voter fraud in the past in mail and error rates. Here's the article right here. Go to the newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Sign up. It is right there. It says, remember when the New York Times cared about voter fraud? Print this article and highlight it. Listen to me what I just said. Print it and highlight it. So when your friends tell you that the biggest mass mail-in balloting experiment in human history in 2020 that happened because of COVID, that it was the safest in American history, ask why 10 years ago the New York Times said mail-in fraud was no good. Mail-in uh, voting was no good because of fraud. Ask and show it to them. Show them the article. Here, it's called Error and Fraud at Issue as Absentee Voting Rises. Adam Liptak, October 6, 2012. Print this freaking article. It is gold. Why was the New York Times writing about voter fraud by mail-in voting? Keep that up. 
because this is when Republicans were doing it more in Florida, senior citizens and military folks. So when Republicans were voting by mail, the New York Times was very concerned. When it's mass mail-in balloting and you can send out 800,000 in Michigan and who the hell knows what comes back, and it's great. Let me read this to you slowly and digest every single bit of it. Again, New York Times, baby, 2012. Yes, votes cast by mail are less likely to be counted, more likely to be compromised, and more likely to be contested than those cast in a voting booth, statistics show. Election officials reject almost 2% of ballots cast by mail, double the rate for in-person voting. Quote, the more people you force to vote by mail, this election official said, the more invalid ballots you will generate. Oh, looky here. New York Times reporting on voter fraud back in 2012 when Republicans were voting by mail. Now they want to tell you mass mail-in balloting with no experience doing it at all. States just mass mail out, sent ballots to anyone who would, with a pulse and some not with one. Perfectly okay. I don't accept any of that, and you shouldn't either. All right, I got a couple more things to cover. Folks, it happened again. The ongoing battle, this is round number 47 of Joe Biden versus the teleprompter. Is the teleprompter lost yet, guys? <laughs> Joe, anyway. <It's> undefeated, <laughs> the teleprompter remains undefeated. <laughs> 47 and 0. Check this out. Coza makes wind towers that's going to go into turbines made by GE Ver Verona. Ver excuse me. I mispronounced it. Vernova. In Florida, New York. <laughs> the guy, rotting oatmeal brain. SpaghettiOs brains. Here's his other, uh, the, the exit ramps, by the way. The exit ramps, I think, are 72 and 0, right? Biden versus exit ramps trying to exit stages. They're 72 and 0. Biden still can't figure out how to walk off a stage. Dan, you just played this yesterday. No, no, this is a different one. You mean the one from the day before? No, no, no it's a different one than that, too. This is the third one in three days. Take a look. Justin said it's a three-game series. And he did he, did he do it? Did he do the hustle? He did the hustle oh, yeah, when he does yeah, this? Yeah. I love the hustle. He does it. He's like, look at me. I'm so vibrant. I'm not riding SpaghettiOs brains. Uh, look at this. This guy cracks me up. He can never figure out how to get off the damn stage. Do you have, have any idea how mentally compromised this guy must be that he gives a 20-minute speech and can't remember where he came from? Uh, folks, the, the guy is a total train wreck. Believe me, I got some. <laughs> you know what's hilarious? I have to like clarify with Jim and Gee and Justin and everyone. I have to clarify with them which day because there's so many of these every day of this guy not knowing how to get off the stage that you got to clarify which one. All right, yesterday, uh, on the uh, back to serious stuff. A uh, major case is coming up in the Supreme Court, folks. Pay attention. This is the most important case for our economy in your wallet in the Supreme Court, I'd argue, maybe in the last hundred years. There have been a lot of important social issue cases, gay marriage, abortion, you know about those, Second Amendment rights, freedom of speech. For your wallet and your livelihood, there is no more important case in it. All right, Dan, get to it. There's an article in The Hill. Now, I don't agree with this guy's premise at all, Travis Nix. 
But the article's worth your time. It's in uh, Bongino.com slash newsletter. The Hill leans left. But this piece is actually pretty good because it gives kind of both legal arguments. I don't agree with his conclusion, but uh, it's a very good piece. Historic Supreme Court case could imperil the entire U.S. tax code. Let me change that title. This Supreme Court case could imperil the entire U.S. economy. The case is called Moore versus the United States. The gist of the case is this. Can you tax someone on income they haven't actually made? It's based on something that happened with the Trump Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the 2017 uh, TCJA, right? Can you tax someone on repatriated corporate profits, even if that person didn't get the money? Let me give you an easier example. Can I tax you on a stock you're currently holding that you haven't sold yet? Now, folks, if we lose this case in the Supreme Court and the government can now tax what were called unrealized gains, folks, the entire economy is going to collapse. And believe me, I don't say that lightly. Oh, you're being hyperbolic. No, I'm not. If the if the Supreme Court rules that the government can now institute a effectively a wealth tax, you could be taxed on the value of your house. What when I sell it? No, right now. Your house worth 500k. You want to get a 20 percent tax bill every year on the value of your house. You you want to pay a hundred thousand dollars every year in taxes for your house, even if it's You want to pay that every year? What if the value of your house goes down? SOL, baby, out of luck. You want to pay uh, uh, your taxes on your 401k every year? That's part of your wealth. Oh, you mean when I sell? Again, no, not when you sell right now. But what if the stock goes down? SOL, kids. You want to pay tax on your baseball card collection? That's wealth. I'm not kidding. We lose this case. The entire U.S. economy, as we know it, could go down. It'll ne- it'll never stay. It was not going to happen overnight because the Democrats would have to instill a wealth tax, but there would be no constitutional limitation to what they could tax anymore. Art collections, jewelry, baseball cards, comic books, Bitcoin, anything you have is going to be subjected to taxes. Anything. Keep your eye on this case. Folks, I want to say um, a couple more things before we go. Just quickly on this abortion issue. Listen, there's been a lot of hubbub with Republicans out there. And let me know how you feel in the chat. I'm going to watch this here. Listen, we're a party that supports life from conception to natural death. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, politically, we have not done well on the abortion issue over the last year. There's no doubt about that. I understand that. Kansas and these Ohio referendums, Michigan and others have not gone well. But folks, this party doesn't stand for anything if we're going to lick our fingers to the wind and give up on every single fight out there. You want to support killing babies in the womb? I am with you, man. Welcome to listen to the show. I'm open to a lot of different opinions, but I don't kill babies and I'm never going to support that. If I lose a political race because of it, then I lose. If we lose, you know, 30, 40% of referendums on this thing, we lose 100% of of referendums on saying, I'm not going in front of the creator and telling him that I got behind wiping out human life for short-term political gain. I want you to understand, too, and I've spoken about this before. The Democrats play for keeps 
and they're willing to lose short-term politically. Remember Obamacare? The Tea Party revolution was because of Obamacare. But you know what? They understood long-term that they'd be able to steal away the healthcare system, and they were willing to lose short-term for their goals. Are we willing to lose short-term for ours? We are the party of life and liberty and human freedom. The tax rate doesn't mean a damn thing if we're going to be whacking a bunch of babies in the womb because you're not going to pay taxes if you're dead. Support the cause. It matters. Don't be weak. The hell's the point of this party otherwise? We're not going to, every time the Democrats moan about something, we're going to cave? I ain't doing that. Sorry, not a chance. Kind of a down note too. Some, uh, Video we pulled offline, uh, you know, God bless everyone in Hawaii, uh, Maui, just the island's just been devastated. There's some video for you. Massive fires in Maui. The destruction is just incredible. Uh, folks, again, I'm not trying to make this about me. I'm just trying to make it relatable for you. Most of you, thankfully, haven't been through this. I had a house burned down. I lived in Wantaw. I li- it wasn't my house. I lived with my aunt and uncle at the time. It's a long story. I don't need to bore you with the details. The house burned to the ground. The dog died. And um, the thing about fire, in contrast to, say, earthquakes or even hurricanes, earthquakes, hurricanes, you go back in your house, you're going to find some pictures, some books. Things may be damaged, but you're going to find some stuff. When your house burns to the ground, you lose everything, man. I lost everything. The only thing I have from, I lived there when I was 17, 18. The only thing I have from that point on earlier in my life is what I was wearing on my feet, a pair of black Doc Martin boots. That's it. Pictures, everything. And the thing about fire that's so horrible is you don't even realize what you lost until years later. I'll never forget the dumbest thing. I had this, it was cheap. It wasn't like some incunabula original or anything like that. But I had this set of Greek tragedies. I love the Greek tragedies. Agamemnon, Oedipus. I used to, you know, I, I love these stories. They were, they were, they were great. Uh, Ajax, <laughs> Diomides. I used to love reading those. They were cheap, but I had the whole collection because I took a Greek tragedies class in college and I enjoyed it. It was years later. I, I underlined, I took notes in the margins and stuff. Years later, I, I went to go look for them and I forgot they, they burned too. So uh, God bless everyone over there. I hope God gives you the strength to get through this. It was really horrible. And one last story, um, this Utah story. A lot of you are asking me to comment on this Utah story, this Utah man who was uh, killed by the FBI during a search, a search warrant. Folks, I'm applying the Bongino rule on this. I'm just going to ask a couple open questions for you because this is the kind of thing I'm looking into as well. Uh, First, how is it that we already know everything about this guy but know nothing about the Nashville uh, shooter? And then second, the Secret Service typically investigates cases like this of threatening the president. Why was the FBI the primary on this? Now, there may be a reason. I'm not suggesting anything nefarious. There may be a reason. There may have been other things we don't know about. But on this story, because a lot of people are jumping to conclusions, I would suggest give it a little bit of time, give it a couple of days before we draw any permanent conclusions on what actually went down here. The Bongino rule serves me well every single time. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Check out the show notes today, bongino.com slash newsletter. Read that New York Times article, print it for your friends. And please click that. What's that? Oh, questions. You want questions tomorrow, folks? Yes or no? We'll have to. You want questions? Just submit questions in the chat tomorrow. We'll pull some from the chat. And at 10 to 11, it'll make it simple, all right? 10 to 11 tomorrow. If you want questions, type a Y. If no questions, type a no. Whoever wins will do it. But type your questions in the chat. 10 a.m. to 11, Justin will pull some good ones. 
And uh, we'll do, if you guys want it, we'll do questions for Dan tomorrow. Please click that follow button. You see it's green in the, about halfway on the page, right side of the page. Give us a follow. We're up to 2.83 million. Join us in the chat, 11 a.m. Eastern time, and give us a follow on Apple and Spotify as well. It means a lot to us. I will see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.